labelling the good things around Australia. Our experts analyse the weekend's major meetings. Get set on Radio Tab. Yes, uh, we're used to saying Sandow, but it's at Caulfield. David Gately, good morning. Thanks, Steve. Yes, racing back at Caulfield. Zipping Classic, of course, the highlight, but uh, plenty of strong support races. Uh, race 7, of course, the first look at the quaddy with the uh, the 10 race card. And Sandow Guineas, I think Modan's a really promising galloper. Closed off well last time behind another promising one in short. They're in good time. I think the mile looks suitable. Might have a little more upside than a few of these. Vivier found the line nicely in the 1,000 guineas. It was a fast race this year. and um, Only Arctic Glamour was a quicker last 200 than her. And it wasn't a great uh, race to be a swooper um, all day. Arkansas Kid ran on well that same day. Again, referencing um, the pattern was uh, more suited to those on pace inside. And Sunset Dreaming might be the best roughie. Uh, three, eight, one, and nine. And the second thing is that zipping classic, and Muramasa's just flying. Uh, he's really come of age. This prep won the Coonji fast time, jumped sharply in trip. Queen Elizabeth won that in fast time. He's got to come up to wait for age, sure, uh, but I think he's a good horse. Bound to clear him well in the Melbourne Cup. He was ridden close to a speed in the Swoopers race. He was terrific in the Mini Valley Cup prior. He's a danger. He can win this. And Duke DeSessa, just a bit of rain about helps, as does a two-and-a-half-kilo swing on Muramasa. 10-1-7. Summon Stakes, revolutionary miss, did a good job last week. She had the right run, sure, but she beat a handy one. There were gaps behind. Uh, she held on well in a strong Group 3 prior to that. And the winner of that race, then ran well in a Group 1, Rupert Clark. Wollumbi did beat home, revolutionary miss. Sure, was in the best part of the track, but um, did beat her home. And then... Um, clashed with uh, Revolutionary Miss in the CUNY Stakes as a three-year-old filly and was, was beaten, but didn't much go right. There didn't much between them. Philosophal picked the wrong day to be a swooper at Flemington last time. Uh, her previous run says she can win this. And Fru Moss, perhaps next best. One, five, three, four for the quad. Last, the Dubson Stakes and Gennady back to 1,200 last time was the key run on well against the pattern of the day. Takes on the males here, uh, but she's hard to beat, I think. Well placed. Jigsaw will give you a great sight. A couple of races this prep uh, they've tackled have been a bit too hot for him. Cardigan Queen, she's dropped to 1,200 in the past and won. And that's the scenario today. Lord, uh, Sion's jumped out well for the Australian day, but there's been money for, for that horse. Eight, two, seven, and one. Home in the quaddy. Best. We're going race six, number two, Valana who ran well in a Rupert Clark without luck. Back and notch here, well-weighted at weight for age, given he's a 106 raider. Bit of rain helps too, so made him the best for the day. Value, race for number two, right to party. Had a gap between runs, Mini Valley ran well. And you get much room in the desirable stakes. That race through the 1,000 guineas, Quinella. I think she's over the odds relative to the favourite here, and hence made her the value play. Race for number two, right to party, the value there. Thank you, mate. Thanks, David. So the best bet, Valana. Race 6-2 here at Caulfield is $2 right now with tab fix. 6-2 Valana, and the value is 4-2 right to pay $8. The Quadrella here at Caulfield tomorrow is races 7, 8, 9 and 10. So in the first leg, David Gately's numbers are 3 from 8, 1 and 9. 3, 8, 1 and 9. Mow down on top. Race 8, 10, 1 and 7 are his numbers. The 10 is Miramasa, 10-1-7. Race 9, it's 1-5-3-4. The 1 is Revolutionary Miss, 
three and four. And in race ten, it's eight, two, seven and one. And the eight's Ganati at three dollars ninety. So eight, two, seven, one. Best bet Valana six two. The value, race four, two, right to party. I must say, when you're a host, whether you're on a radio program or you're on television and you like one and you see it go around and you've got to come on and be all positive and I just think that Michael Maxworthy last start, Tiger Shark, Sunny Case, was a bit filthy, but he didn't show it. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. well, uh, that, was, that was a strangely run race. It was. It was four lines of four. Yeah, yeah. She actually jumped really well on the outside. You could see she jumped like a head to a neck in front and then he looked across and could see, you know, a lot of the riders towards the inside push, push, pushing and so she's come back to try and get in and as Nat outlined earlier today, uh, that didn't happen. She was just obliged to race that wide and I tell you what, when you're that wide at the sunny coast, you're covering a little bit of an extra ground because it's a big sweeping turn into the straight. And I thought she was going to win at the 200 but obviously... Um, without any recent tough racing, she felt the pinch a little bit towards the end. And you wouldn't believe it, she's come up with an outside gate again tomorrow in the mode. But Natalie McCall's hoping that, uh, given where the speed is, that she might be able to get across Tiger Shark and have a, a better run uh, in yeah, transit. Well, I hope so. And I guess a bit depends on whether Gay and Adrian send uh, Tiamina. She hasn't been scratched as yet, so... And it is a listed race. I'm not expecting any of the locals to scratch because it's so important for these fillies to get a bit of black type. So she's got plenty of speed and she's drawn the absolute outside, gate number 15, and there's a lot of toe inside as well. So I think if she gets a little bit of cover, Tiger Shark, the thing that I like about her most is her great will to win. She can do it tough and she can still be there at the end. So that's a good trade in the horse. Olivia Cairns had good success in North Queensland for such a long time and made a decision in recent seasons to come down closer to the metro area. And you like one of hers, race 5-8, Olivia Cairns, Fire King. Yeah, I think Olivia might have won the inaugural Battle of the Bush with a horse called Mason's Chance when she was based in North Queensland. And... Yeah, uh, I mean, you automatically think these races are impossible, these country races. And they're not the easiest, of course, because we're looking at form lines from all over Queensland. But I think you can, you know, uh, put a pen through quite a few of them. Um, a lot of these horses seem to go a little bit better on dirt surfaces as opposed to the turf. And look at the distances and the competition that they've been running against. And that's why I, I like Fire King who's um, an, an excellent horse, 46 starts, 10 wins, 16 seconds and 7 thirds. So that tells me he's pretty genuine. And I do like the fact that his last two starts have been in Toowoomba over this distance, the 1,600. Good tour going Toowoomba behind He's Heaven, who's, who's quite a nice horse that can, can, can win its share of races. This guy was held up turning into the straight, should have finished closer, and then again held up last start but got the gaps and really pulled away, absolutely blitzed them by almost four lengths, beating what I think is a pretty handy horse trained by Lindsay Hatch in no going back. So I think turf, solid mile form, barrier two, and Adam Sewell knows the horse. He's won a few races on fire. King, I think it all adds up to him being very, very hard to beat in the Country Cups Challenge. So Durban 5-8 Fire King. We go to race six. You like Ocean Treaty, third up from a break? 
Yeah, I found it difficult to latch on with a lot of confidence um, about a few runners tomorrow, but I just felt everything works out perfectly for Ocean Treaty in the tails. I think she's up to this level. Last preparation sort of indicated that um, with a fifth placing behind Foxy Free to beat 1.9 and then second in the Tatsmile behind Character, only beaten about a neck. So she's third up today. The map looks good, and I think this is uh, highly achievable for her. So 6-9, Ocean Treaty should get all the favours. I said earlier I thought Natino was a bit too short, but uh, you're keen here. 8-7. Yeah, um, well, possibly, but look, he beat these horses with, you know, doing handstands at the Sunshine Coast. I know he's got Rothfire to deal with this time. Um, and Rothy hasn't had a long time off. He last raced late September in the Moyer, so it's been two months. He's had a jump out in the trial, so he's going to script pretty fit. He's drawn barrier one. Zoo style will lead. He'll come across and lead. I think Rothy will sit on his hammer. And I'm hoping from barrier number two, Natuno can drop right behind Rothfire. And Damien Thornton doesn't have to move because if he moves on him, he'll start to pull, and that'll be the end of the question. End of the section. So it's all about him settling. If he settles, I think he'll win. I really don't think Rothfire can get him seven kilos the way Natuno went the other day. Steve, he got 13 points for that win when he was badly handicapped with the 58 and a half. 13 points and he drops back to 54. I know he's done nothing like Rothfire or Zeus style in the past, but I think he's got um, his fair share of ability. And we saw that last start when things worked out for him. So I'm really keen on his chances in the George Moore, uh, provided he settles. That's the only query. Uh, that's 8-7 the turno. Good race, isn't it? Uh, gee, there's been some terrific winners of it previously as well. So your three specials, 5-8 Fire King, 5-50, 6-9 Ocean Treaty, $7. And Natuno, race 8-7 at $3.60. And we'll hear from you in the morning, of course, with David Fowler in the um, Racing HQ Saturday coverage. Yeah, the weather continues to uh, to be great, and the way Ross was talking about the Durban track, it's just going to be like a like a bowling green out there tomorrow. Can't wait. Thanks, Michael. Okay. Nick Burney is filling in for Ray Hickson. Of course, we see Nick on the sky screens and, of course, racing New South Wales. So Ray works alongside Nick. Good morning, Nick. How are you? Yeah, great. Thank you, Steve. How are you this Good, morning? thank you. How do you rate this program at Rose Hill and what's the track going to be like in your opinion? Uh, so we're on a seven at the moment, but the weather is pretty good down here at the moment, Steve. So I think we might get an upgrade or two throughout the day with that Rose Hill uh, it's been playing really well, I, I think, um, over the past few meetings. They might just want to edge off uh, with getting their toe into the ground off the fence, but I think it'll play well. Uh, good meeting, a couple of tricky races, but I think there is a couple of solid bets that we can talk about pretty soon. I wonder how many of these festival stakes contenders we might see in the Ingham slash Villiers. And you like one in this race? Yeah, pretty keen. Uh, race seven, number two, Rustic Steel. That'll be the best bet on the day for me, Steve. Um, look, you just look at his two runs. He's just had way too much to do from wide gates. He's been restrained both times. And he's just racing a lot better than the form guide reads. His first up run, he returned off a long break and thought there was a lot of hit of merit there. He had the race shape against in the Sydney Stakes. And his final 400 metres was only one length inferior to Bella Nipotina, who went on to subsequently beat Think About It and Private Eye. 
And then last start at um, Newcastle, he just got too far back in what was a high-pressure race, ran all well. Again, good closing splits. So third up, he finally draws a gate. He's in barrier four after a couple of scratchings. He can take a position. He's ready to peak third up. And I think he's a really good bet around that $4 mark. I probably will chop out on fine point. He'll map to get all favours, but that's the main race I want to get involved in tomorrow. Yeah, the first all. So you like Rustic Steel, race seven, two at 4.40. I'll just mention number five, fine point. It's 5.50 and 2.10, so two. But certainly five is going in the mix there. So two and five principally there in the festival stakes. And we go back to the third. You're hoping this horse can make it win six for John Sargent. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's come out yet, the favourite tabby time. So you just might want to hold off. Um, if you're have oh, that's right. Yeah, there. it's running today, isn't it? Yeah, it's in Mudgee. It's a short price favourite in the Mudgee Cup. I think race seven. Um, but I think toes on the nose. I was hoping Tabby time stayed in because... I was keen to back him, and I'm still going to back it anyway, though, tomorrow, because I think he is one of the better bets of the day. He was well-ridden there last start, but I just thought there was a bit of style about it. Uh, Nash on the first, was on there for the first time. Good closing splits. And he pricked his ears on the line, so I think he's a horse with a lot of confidence at the moment. He draws again perfectly here from barrier one. 1,800-metre start is quite tricky at Rose Hill, so having those inside barriers is a big plus. Nash sticks. He's coming off a career peak figure, and... There's a few horses that probably just found their level, and he's. Um, I think he's on the way up toes on the nose. I know he's had a few starts, but I think he's in career best form and a good bet. That is race three, eight, and you've got a value selection in this country classic sponsored by Tab. Yeah, got to go with Masterbit, who's around that $34, $41 mark. Um, look, I do respect the two favourites, and they'll be hard to beat. They, they're quite well in it at the weights, but this horse has just had no luck whatsoever its past few starts, and he actually won this race last year, so he can definitely rate to win. He gets conditions to suit, which he needs to sting out, and he gets that, obviously, tomorrow. In the big field's the big tick, because they're going to run at a genuine tempo, and you're going back through this horse's profile. He's not a He's not a sit-and-sprint uh, type. He needs that genuine pace where he can build through his gears and hopefully he can run over the top of them at good each-way odds. And, and I will say another runner, there is a runner called Devotion who's around the $20 mark as well, I believe, as well, who you could spec, still needs to get a run, but it's ready to do something as well. But I think Masterbit each-way all day for me. Thank you, Steve. Massive odds, yeah, $34 and $8, $8 the place. So we're talking about the program here, race six at Rose Hill. Masterbit is the five. And just that other one you mentioned there, what number was it, uh, Nick? Uh, I think it's 21. 21. Devotion, I bet it's better check that um, yeah. for you as a, um, it is 21 yeah it's the emergency 21 devotion if it gets a run um, I could have something on it as well yeah it's just come out that's why I couldn't see it so it has oh, been officially okay. scratched okay yeah. there you go balance master bit that'll, master I'm bit. still happy to back you yeah thank yeah. you we'll hear from you in the morning with your quadrilla thoughts thank you thanks Dave yeah, Nick Nibbani from Racing New South Wales so Rustic Steel race 7 number 2 um, race three, eight toes on the nose. It's pointless me. Uh, by the way, Rustic Steel four forty. It's pointless to me mentioning the price there of toes on the nose, given that favourite weight run. It's running today, and it's favourite in that race. And a master bit race six five is thirty four dollars and eight dollars. So I'm just trying to get into the uh, tab screen here now, just to check because I'm, I'm sure many of you might be keen to watch that horse uh, today uh, at Mudgee, uh, Tabby Time in the showcase. Uh, it's race seven, number two, Tabby Time, a dollar sixty five. Okay, so race seven two tabby time is one sixty five today at Mudgee, but and of course it won't be running in Sydney where it is favourite at the moment uh, in race number eight on the program and the price there uh, at the moment is where are we tabby time? Um, 
back to race back to race three, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's two forty race three tomorrow. So, yeah, no use uh, me mentioning toes on the nose as price. So, Ben Scadden, good morning, Ben. Yeah, good day, Steve. How are you going? Really well. We spoke about finals day yesterday, a big success, and yeah. this is a solid meeting here. And you like horses at the back end of the program at Morfittville. Yeah, I do, which is surprising. Normally, I feel like I stack up the, the front end of the card and um, throw throw my uh, throw some numbers in the air for the quaddy. But uh, yeah, I like some later on in the day, and um, yeah, starting from race five. So on this horse last time, Holstat for uh, Gordon Richards, Damien Moyle. Um, he raced really well. Um, I think his first up on was probably a, a touch better. He where his back and made really good ground. Look, he only got only got beaten a half neck or something like that ahead behind Dirk Radier, um a couple of weeks ago. And he's drawn beautifully, barrier six, lucky nine off on board. I think this is a chance to win this prep. He's come back in, in really, really good shape, this horse. He's, he's only had a handful of runs. I think it's eight starts and um, you know, been very competitive in most of them. I think he's... He's progressive, and I think this looks like a really good chance for him to uh, to win the first race of this preparation. What sort of track surface do you think we'll be on? Actually, I've got that information in front of uh, me. Ah, should be good. Yeah, it's, I think yeah. it's soft at the moment. Soft five, obviously, just water. watered it, but it'll be drying out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's 20, 25 today, twenty eight tomorrow, I think, and and not a um, not a drop of rain around anywhere. So All right. Well, Hallstatt five seven is four dollars and twenty. Race five seven. Tell me about the one here. Race eight. Rockstar Mixie, really nice. Really talented um, mare now, this one, for John O'Connor. It's won some good races. Um, been very competitive in good races as well. Um, got a nice first up record. She's three times first up and she's won two of them. Um, she tried, If you look at her form last time around, she raced, raced against some very nice horses. Um, you know, Validator, he kind of franked the form. We saw him a little while uh, last week win that tab final. Uh, Merchant Boss. Um, she then ran the lightning and she's always back it was tough to make ground she, I thought she tried really nicely um, about a week and a half ago or a couple of weeks ago at Gawler she just beat Clavel who we'll talk about soon um, yeah she's a talented mare Jason Holder on board our premier jockey um, Barry Oates nice for her John, John's taken the blinkers off which I think is an interesting move as well she'll probably help her settle it a touch better but she's um, she's a high quality mare this mare Rockstar Megsy and I think this looks like a really good kickoff race for a campaign. 8-6 Rockstar Megzi, yeah, touched on Clabelle. It's 380 and the Devil Morgan's colours. Tell us what you like it the last. Yeah, yeah, one from Evan. Yeah, he's got an amazing record with these horses with Richard and Chantel Jolly. And he's another horse. He's, um, you know, very good, very good quality. He's, you know, I talked about Validated. Um, well, he, last time we saw him was, was back in July behind Validated, that same race that Rockstar Megzi ran in. Wasn't been a long way. He was um, up on the speed, but it's probably the end of his prep, and he'd had enough at that stage. Um, look, he races very well on the park track. He's two starts for for a win and a second placing. I did really like his trial at Gawler, as I said, that trial at Rockstar Mexi and him finished across the line together basically. Jake Torek on board, and you know Jake went on a on a rocking horse at the moment. He's absolutely flying. Barry Seven's perfect for him as well. Um, he's another good quality horse. I, um, I think all all three that I've tipped for tomorrow are, are all progressive four-year-olds who I think can develop into you know good class um, age performers. And I think yeah, Clabelle was certainly a um, a talented horse. The stable's going really well, and I, like I said, I like the trial, so I expect them to run very well first up. Thanks, Ben. Cheers, Steve. Thank you. Ben Scadden, Hallstatt, race five seven four twenty at Morfittville. Race eight six Rockstar Megzi is four dollars, and race ten nine Clabelle is $3.80.
So five seven eight six ten nine. Just back to David Gately specials at Caulfield, race six two Valana, and he liked the value race four number two right to party. He was keen on Tabby time at Rose Hill, but he once he was made aware it was running today, um, he's probably willing to take the shorts at Mudgee. At Durban, it was 5-8 from my, Michael Maxworthy, so 5-8 Fire King. Race 6-9 Ocean Treaty, and in the big one, 8-7 Natuno. Nick Burney, Rose Hill, 7-2 Rustic Steel, 3-8 Toes on the nose, and 6-5 Masterbit is his big roughie for the day, around $34. So 7-2, race 3-8, 6-5, and more for repeating, 5-7-8-6, 10-9.